0: ask me to talk.
1: Connection through conversation. Join self-described conversationalist Stacy Heller as she talks with guests about topics and ideas from the ridiculous to the sublime on Don't Ask Me to Talk. Now, here's your host, Stacy Heller.
0: Hello, welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am Stacy Heller. I am joined today by my guest, David Schwartz. Howdy, hey. May the Schwartz be with you.
2: And also with you.
0: And with your spirit. (laughs) Yeah, that was a whole thing. Um, David is the founder, owner, operator, chief cook and bottle washer of Orion Entertainment.
2: That is a fact.
0: And Orion is the hunter.
2: That is true. I actually started a competition mix with that very uh like phrase it was like i took this sample that was on youtube that i found it was like Orion oh, right, the hunter and then like mixed it into this song called hunter by galantis and it was uh, it was a good time
0: that's amazing in case you uh couldn't figure it out david is a dj
2: <laughs> that is also true
0: <laughs> um and orion the hunter has an amazing belt
2: he does it has three stars so i'm told
0: yeah, super sparkly. Yeah, who doesn't like a sparkly belt, uh, especially if you're into club. True. <laughs> I love that David puts up with me because I am so like the middle-aged mom, <laughs> you're
2: <laughs> and you're like so... fourteen at heart. Well, so. I
0: yeah, that's true. However, fifteen
2: if you're lucky.
0: My references are like so like cringy, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm cute, right? I'm cute. Precious. Thank you. Uh, If you can't listen live, or let's say you want to listen again. I mean, Mariah Carey apparently watched, um, what's the movie with Ryan Reynolds that just came out? Free Guy. Thank you. Apparently, her song Fantasy is in the movie, and she watched it nine times, which at an almost two-hour run is a total lie. (laughs) I doubt that she spent 18 hours watching Free Guy. But anyway. I digress per usual. So if you want to listen again, you can text D-A-M-T-T to 55678. You can find the podcast version and you can call in if you would like to chit chat. The number is 425-373-5527. You can also find me via my website, which is StacyConnects.com. Send me a note. Tell me you want to be on the show. Tell me you hate my show. Just say something, for God's sakes.
2: All publicity is good publicity?
0: Well, I mean, I would just like to know that somebody besides my mother and Eric and the guest that's in studio is listening to the show.
2: Austin's <laughs> listening.
0: Oh, hi, Austin.
2: I don't know that. I hope he is.
0: I hope he is. I love Austin. Okay. Me too. Well, I mean, that tracks. Yeah. He's your boyfriend. That's a fact. Yeah, so... Um, Okay. So the week in review. As you know, David, because you're a long, long time listener, uh, you know that I spend some time talking about my week. Well, this week has felt like two weeks. That's right. It's been a long week because I've been trying to savor every moment with my mother who is at home right now listening and I suspect is rolling her eyes and potentially giving me the little finger Because she says she doesn't flip the big bird because she says you're not worth it. (laughs) I mean, it just explains so much to hear some of these things. She was super shy on the show last week. Um, I think she was trying to be well-behaved. So she aired on the side of quiet because, you know, things could have gone sideways. And she did so well. I was very proud of her.
1: She was a really good sport.
0: She is a good sport. She's an amazing sport because I... Give her a hard time all the time. And obviously, um, at the heart of it all is a deep and abiding love and affection.
2: That's what mothers do. Right? Yep.
0: They keep a licking and keep on ticking.
2: I've got one. In fact, uh, right after this, I'm headed to uh, my mom's birthday dinner. So, happy birthday, mom. It was on Saturday the 14th.
0: Happy birthday, mom. I know. Is she listening right
2: now? Uh, probably not, but <laughs> that's because she doesn't follow me on Instagram. Well, she does, but I don't think she's on it very much.
0: Well, yeah. But
1: my my mom's birthday was yesterday, so. No way. It is the season, I guess,
2: Happy right? Happy
0: birthday. <laughs> and
2: Austin's dad's birthday was on Sunday.
0: Oh, my gosh. Think good things happen in threes. So there there's you go. There's three of us. Well, I mean, it's a trifecta. Wow. And there's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.
2: Mm. Amen. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah, you're not into that. You're Jewish.
2: You know what? I uh, I'm expanding my spirituality all the time.
0: Nice. Well, it's a Catholic thing. Eric understands.
2: I'm a quarter Catholic. <laughs> Are you? Uh,
1: Irish Catholic, yeah.
0: Okay, that reminds me of. So they
1: give him just a, like a chunk of the Eucharist each week.
0: Yes. So he he gets the <laughs> sliver. He gets the host that the priest breaks up, and right. it's not a full one. So.
1: Well, that's usually a jumbo size one. It Uh, is, uh, but
0: it's still, it becomes these little fractured pieces. Right. I actually attended mass this week via the television because, so I'll get to that. So anyway, this week we went to Veranda Beach, mom and Lee, mom hung pictures, helped me decorate, put her mom stamp on it. It looks amazing, of course, because she's got a great eye. Uh, She and Lee had the chance to see the landscape that is Washington. They got to see why my rain barrel idea is amazing and needed. And so to you, Eric.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying it's not a good idea. I'm just saying I think, you know, you should bring in some experts to research some of the ins and outs of it. That's all.
0: I I understand. And every time I bring my ideas to experts— They poo-poo it. (laughs) (laughs) David's like, I have no idea what you're talking about.
2: I've taken many of your ideas to heart, so.
0: Thank you. And I would
2: consider myself an expert at some things.
0: There you go. See? There you go. All right. Well, perhaps not rain barrels.
2: Stacey connects.
0: Thank you. Uh, We also had a cocktail party, which Eric came by.
1: That was a lot of fun. Thanks for
2: having me.
0: Of course. Thanks for the invite. Okay. It was on (laughs) Facebook for everybody, but... (laughs) Eric was a special guest because mom was like, "Oh my gosh, this poor man, he deserves to come over and have like a cracker for his pain and suffering." Which, I mean, Back totally transism, to right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> so, um, so we had a cocktail party and pretty much immediately regretted it because obviously in the news there is all this um stuff happening about people that are vaccinated mm. that are still getting COVID and rising numbers with the Delta variant mm. and then the I'm calling it the Lombada variant, <laughs>
2: which the is the Lambda variant. Yeah,
0: I like Lombada better.
2: You weren't in a sorority, were you? No, didn't think so.
0: Yeah, because Lombada
1: variant would fit in a little better with hot vac summer <laughs> than uh, <Nice. laughs> than Lambda variant. Oh right?
0: My. Yeah. You're oh Delta and Lambda. Right? Those are Greek yep, letters. Yep, definitely not in a sorority.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's more like frat vac summer. So <laughs> which is not as not fun. As fun. Right? Not as fun. No. no. Yeah,
0: that's. Actually, funny too, that, too much hazing. Funny that we went in this direction though, because we had a conversation last night, my daughters, my mom, and I, about should men at the age of 20-ish get vasectomies because they're reversible? And then oh. it wouldn't it would mean that women, the onerous isn't solely on them for birth control.
2: I think that would enter the territory of my body my choice.
0: Absolutely. It was just an interesting thing because- I mean, I
2: fully support that as a philosophy.
0: I think There are too many
2: human beings on this planet, and I will say that live on the radio.
0: There are a lot of people, for sure.
2: And sadly,
0: all the things that have been happening lately is a massive clearing of the decks, which is sad.
2: Yes, very sad.
0: So there are too many people on the planet. However, we're still sad.
2: Yes. But I'm just saying we don't need like additional ones.
0: Right. Well, especially ones born out of haste in a in a like fever dream that is a bad dorm room with beer haste. Well, did you
2: ever read Freakonomics and that whole philosophy on Roe v. Wade and whatnot?
0: I did not.
2: Oh. Very fascinating take on um I think it was basically saying that the older as as Uh, women start having more careers and stuff like that and are able to put off their pregnancies until later in life. It then allows them to financially support the children. There's fewer children that end up needing to be adopted. Um, So it was an argument for um, abortion that kind of expanded beyond just whether or not it's morally right or not, but argued like the societal causes that came afterwards. Very interesting read.
0: Interesting. I will tell you right now that my mother is like, oh, hell or no, <laughs> she does not believe in abortion. And I, I will say that I believe that it's your body, your choice. I will also say that after I had my four kids, um, I can't imagine making that choice. But hindsight's twenty twenty, right? And so you don't always have that. So, hey, no judgment. You do you. So what else have we been doing? We have been cleaning. So our house, the kitchen is being demolished on Monday, next Monday. And I was like, oh, they do it in like fits and starts, right? It'll just be like a few cabinets gone. And Pete reminded me, no, nope. It's all going to be gone. So I've been cleaning out my pantry and tightening everything up, getting rid of things and quite literally sweating And mom has been super helpful with that. She also has done, I want the world to know, she has done more laundry than a large hotel does in a week during her stay.
2: Bravo. I hate laundry.
0: I do too. Don't tell
2: Austin, but he told me that I was supposed to fold all the laundry yesterday or like Monday. It's definitely still sitting there. And I'm like, well, he doesn't come back till Friday. So how's he going to (laughs) know?
0: Because you just told him.
2: (laughs) He's not listening.
0: (laughs) Now he is because Murphy's law says that he's listening. (laughs) Look at your phone and see if you get a text. (laughs) Um, Anyway, she has done so much laundry. And I would argue that three quarters of it has come from Charlie, who, in spite of the fact that he works four to eight hours a day and wears a uniform, somehow manages to still fill up the hamper about a third every day. Um, She got to do things like the kids took her to a Wendy's. It's her stomping ground.
2: Wendy's is the best fast food chain.
0: So both Grace and Charlie commented, we've been sleeping on Wendy's. We didn't know.
2: Fantastic.
0: And they both got like meals and mom got her senior thing where it's like $1.29 plus the free soda. And it was like, you know, lunch for three of them for like $10 less than that right? They watched it's movies. Quite delicious. They talked about me, I'm sure. We sorted through art. We hung art. We're going to get some art framed. We played games. Um, Mom actually ate more than usual. I drank more than usual.
2: <laughs> What's usual, <Stacey? laughs>
0: Well, that's the scary thing, David. <laughs> A lot. So, and then finally on Sunday, um, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, we went to Mass because of all of the COVID numbers and whatever, and not wanting to go into a, a packed space, we decided that we would do virtual mass. So we sat on the couch. I dressed for it. Grace and Pete did not. Mom did, of course. Um, and there's a particular mass that mom goes to sometimes daily. And during the pandemic, she went to on Sundays. And it was lovely. It was like mass from concentrate. It was all the important aspects of it. And I don't mean to say this like, but it was nice that it was like a 20 minute, 25 minute commitment of like, you can shut yourself down for that long. You're not distracted by everything. And also masses on or church on the West Coast. As my kid used to say, my kids used to say, uh, there's always a special, which means like, you know, confirmation or a baptism or a this or a that. So church usually takes at least an hour, an hour and five minutes or so. On the East Coast, with music and all of this stuff, it's like forty five minutes, fifty minutes. So it was just nice to have like all the highlights. It was like reader's digest. <laughs> And he gave a great homily. So that's cool.
2: There's a fantastic photo that is in existence of me as a little teeny tiny baby next to a Reader's Digest. Same size. <gasps> yeah.
0: Oh, I'll find it for you. That's so cute. It was very small. Very small. I was
2: growth hormone deficient. for really? My entire childhood. Yes.
0: Did you have to take...
2: I did. I took human growth hormone uh, up until I like basically turned 18. Wow. And uh yeah, all my friends were like, You're you're cheating because you're taking no, steroids and stuff. You're but evening the playing field. Thank you. I literally didn't make any. I would have been like four feet tall or something, like really short.
0: I'm fairly certain, and I don't think I'm speaking out of turn, that my niece and nephew um had to take growth hormones.
2: Glad I did. Yeah. It I'm fiftieth percentile. I am exactly average. So
0: You know what? It's not always about size. <laughs>
2: Above average elsewhere. So. There
0: you go. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to end this part with my stasiism. Somebody said to me a little while ago, and I loved this: if they wanted to, they would. I. It's like it applies to everything. When there's people in your life that you're disappointed by, or they don't do the thing that you want, or something doesn't happen. Really, if they wanted to, they would. That's all I got to say about it.
2: That's wise. Right? If they wanted to, they would.
0: Right. So if they don't, then they don't want to. And so then you get to make a decision. I know. It's kind of like it's deep stuff. All right. On that note, let's go to a break. Enough of this deep stuff. You're listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacey Heller and my guest, David Schwartz of Orion Entertainment. We'll be right back. Don't Ask Me to Talk. When giving presentations, do you feel nervous, worry you won't get your message across, or hold your listeners' attention? Storytelling is an essential business skill most people don't learn. Telling your story clearly, concisely, and with real connection is key because people respond to and learn from stories more than charts or spreadsheets. Find and finesse your story so you can share it effectively with executive storytelling coach Melissa Reeves of Story Fruition. Melissa offers individual coaching, workshops, and webinars that teach the ABCs of Tell Me More, Please. Go to www.storyfruition.com.
2: Hi, this is Lisa Downs, host of Reigniting You, the show that takes a positive, forward-looking approach to -to mid-to-late career transitions for Gen Xers and Boomers every Wednesday afternoon at 3 o'clock Pacific. Whether you're looking to stay in the traditional workforce, do your own thing, or retire or semi-retire, Reigniting You is your source for career transition advice, inspiration, and insight for what's next in your career and life. Join me Wednesdays at 3 o'clock to get re-energized, recharged, and reignited. Hi.
1: But what happens when you don't know how to have all that or where to start? Well, join me every week to learn more about how, because I am just like you. So join me each week here on KKNW for this show is all about you. A show about how you and me become we and what that means for all of us. And be sure to visit my website, wordsbyjdk.com. Are you stuck in a creative straitjacket, going crazy, trying to find a different way out, exhausted from trying to make old ideas feel fresh? And relevant? Popcorn and Noodle is a boutique agency that specializes in popcorning new ideas and noodling on existing ones for entrepreneurs and small businesses. Whether it's ideas about what to name a new venture, how to promote your services, or which direction to consider next, Popcorn and Noodle serves ideas that pop and stick. Don't go crazy. Go to popcornandnoodleideas.com. Creative solutions serve daily. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day.
0: Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to The Really Big Shoe. Do you know what that's a reference to?
2: Uh, definitely not.
0: Oh my gosh. Do you know what it is, Eric? Yes. What is it?
1: Uh, what was his name? Ed, uh, shoot. Um,
0: Ed Sullivan. Ed
1: Sullivan, thank you.
0: You get half credit. Yeah,
1: the Ed Sullivan Theater. Of course, the Beatles were on it. And uh-huh. I do you know Elvis the Ed Sullivan Theater? That. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so he used to say, welcome to the very big show, or we have a big show for you tonight. But he said it like shoo. Shoo. Yeah. Okay, so, David, we've already covered so much. We really did. I mean, you know, it was like a rapid round. However, let's spend a few minutes talking about you and Orion Entertainment and you managed to survive a global pandemic, your business, and given the fact that DJs are typically hired for events where you're gathering large groups of people together,
2: mm-hmm. good for you. Thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a big deal.
2: Yeah, I think we're we're really kind of hitting the, uh, the peak of our season right now as well. So things are a little bit insane, to say the least. A uh, lot of postponements from last year that are now um, happening, but that didn't stop anyone from wanting to schedule their event, uh, this year Mm -hmm. as well. So it's kind of like doing double duty. Um, it feels like we're busier than ever before, uh, which is good. We're definitely playing a lot of catch up, uh, from last year. I can't say that it was definitely easy. Obviously it was super, super difficult, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm very grateful that we are where we are right now and the people that we have with us are just incredible so
0: that's awesome now are people doing smaller affairs or people like you know
2: we haven't done anything above I would say like 200 okay things are staying pretty much in that ballpark and ever since the state opened up ever since uh, this area is very vaccinated for the most part Um, And most of our clients, like I know a lot of people like, you know, make their guests send proof of vaccination before even coming to the event. But, you know, now we're all very aware that you can still be vaccinated. You can do a lot of things right and you can still get COVID. So, um, you know, it's definitely I'm aware that I'm probably more at risk than most people, given how many people I'm exposed to on a regular basis. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of finding out from other people um, whether or not they've been exposed. and
0: um, Well, and you get tested regularly just to make sure that everything is, that that you don't have.
2: For certain things I do, but it's not like before every wedding. I mean, I do three well, in a, in you a weekend. You know? I mean, that's it's like, like yeah.
0: I'm sure you've got a ton of events. So tell me like some of the highlights of like the events. So first of all, are you doing things that are, Exclusively in this area, like how far afield do you go?
2: Yeah, we go all over the place. Um, I was just in Jersey this past week for a DJ conference in New Jersey, s- New Jersey, where yes, Atlantic City.
0: Oh my gosh, on <sighs> boardwalk,
2: not my favorite spot in the States.
0: Uh, uh, Yikes, no, wow, yeah,
2: she smells, she does, she does. I it is like
0: it. an armpit,
2: it really is. Yep, sorry, Jersey. Uh, But anyway, so that was great. Um, And then literally flew back on Thursday. We had a wedding on Friday, which went really, really well um, in Port Gamble, which was awesome. Where's that? Port Gamble is on the peninsula. Ooh! But not like connected to Whidbey or anything like that. So it's. um, And then the next day we were up in San Juan, which was super fun. We went camping uh, overnight at the venue. It's called Saltwater Farms, and it was. We're going to be there a lot this year. Um, and it's just literally one of my favorite places in the country to go. Really? Honestly. So, like so the it's a San Juan good spot? Irons. Yeah. I love the San Juans. I now, just think
0: it's is this a location that is like specifically for events? and?
2: Uh, yeah. The Saltwater Farms is. Uh, it's a really awesome, like modern yet rustic, uh, totally out in nature uh, type of venue. The ceremony location is on this bluff overlooking the, the, uh, Puget sound. Um, I believe it's Puget sound. Um, and <laughs> the water, the water. <laughs> and then it's like, they have this garden that is just where, like where the cocktail hour was. Oh, I was like breathtaking just the garden itself. And then the actual dance space was incredible. And, um, so we got to camp there overnight, which was really fun. And, um,
0: That's so cool. Yeah.
2: It's stressful because the ferry system is archaic and there's not a lot of them. And you have to make reservations weeks in advance. So it's been really challenging to plan for all the events we're doing. So get this. Next week. uh, So this week we're back up in San Juan for one of our events. Okay. And then we head back to San Juan on Wednesday. No, Tuesday for an event Wednesday. Okay. Staying Thursday. I come back Thursday but I have team members that will be staying on San Juan all until Friday two events Friday and Saturday. Wow. And then that's it for the summer for us at San Juan and then we kind of come back a little bit later on. But
0: now when you have to stay someplace like that Is that something, is that a cost that the client absorbs or is that worked into your pricing and anticipating that?
2: Yeah, it's been more worked into our pricing for next year. I would say we definitely underestimated our travel budget for the San Juans this year. I think I was a little bit naive in my uh, knowledge of the lack of accommodation on the islands. Orcas and San Juan is very, very difficult to find a place to stay. It's almost impossible to find a place to stay for just one night. Right, Because it's peak season. And these uh, local travel went up during the pandemic. So yeah. like in-state destinations became even harder to find accommodations for. Right. Um, so we have definitely kind of eaten the cost in certain ways. Um, we do charge a fee for travel to any in-state destination. Um, but yeah, good question.
0: Well, you know, I'm good at questions. <laughs> Because asking questions is a good way to find things out. That's what Elmo says. Very true. Um, Now, so fall is, I imagine, crazy. And so not only do you do events like bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs and weddings and things like that, you also do um, a lot of fundraising, like events and things like that. We do
2: anything. So, yeah, we do nonprofits. Um, We do a lot of, we've been very happy to get back into the world of corporate events those are really nice for us. Uh, they, they do them regularly and they're generally midweek. So, like, I have a doing an event. It's just a photo booth event tomorrow. We do DJ and photo booth. Which of we didn't mention that. I, we
0: do but need to mention we that. We do
2: do both. And so, we're doing uh, our mirror booth down at Mopop tomorrow night, which will be a really fun event. I'm very Ooh. much looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, corporate events are sweet. We would love to be able to do as many of those as we can. And then I also do nightlife as well. So I've been playing at Queer Bar in Capitol Hill. I played at the Underground. I really want to go yeah. to a show. Uh, Queer Bar is just a ball. It is so. You much have to fun.
0: give me the dates. And it's like, like
2: the gayest frat party you've ever seen.
0: Okay. Well, I've never been to a frat party, and I don't think I've ever been to like. Is it? A, it's a gay bar. I've never been to a gay bar. Like, when Stacey. are you? I know. Well, I'm sorry. Right. I well,
2: just... we're doing that like tonight. We're like going right after this.
0: Oh, I mean, Let's it's my it. mom's last night. Maybe she'll come. That's well, cool. she won't. Oh, have my mom's go. birthday Yeah. I'll text you. Moms. Um, Grace turns 21 on August 30th, and then she's going back to school. It would be fun to bring her along. And Annie. Charlie, he's not old enough.
2: Uh, my next night at Queer Bar, shameless plug, uh, September 11th, Saturday night. So mark your calendars. Oh, it's okay. going to be a ball.
0: All right. That's awesome. Is Austin doing events as well?
2: Yeah. So Austin's playing at Queer Bar 2 on October 2nd, I believe is his first show. Ooh. Um,
0: So is the music that you two, how similar is the music that you do?
2: Well, he, uh, you know, we use the same hard drive. So, but there's like 70,000 tracks on there. Holy cow. Um, So I would say stylistically we are different just because, I think I have uh, a bit of a broader background okay. musically. I definitely play a good amount of hip hop, EDM. He likes a lot of that stuff too. But he's big into like Taylor Swift and Katy Perry and, and like those kind of what I'd or call pop. gay anthem kind of uh, music. And he, I have to admit, opened my eyes to everything that is Miss Taylor Swift. Uh, she's an icon and always will be.
0: I mean, she, like it's, it's undeniable.
2: Absolutely. Um but yeah, so uh, you know, every DJ, you could have two people who mix exactly the same way but they're going to pick different songs and because based on the music that they like and right. the, the stuff that they think is going to be successful and you know, he whenever I play a queer bar, he's right there next to me and he's like, "Oh, you know, that one, that one, that yeah. one." I I pretty much listen to him every time. Uh maybe 9 out of 10 times.
0: But. Well, and he's like you are a little bit more outgoing than he is. And you know you're, especially when I've seen you working events. I hired you to do a going away party for some friends. That
2: was super fun. And
0: it was like a truly a last minute like, hey, are you available in the next week? And I said no. And then I said yes. Day of, I kid you not. He was like, hey, so our event or whatever you were doing something got fell canceled. through. Yeah. And you know, are you still interested? And I was like, heck yeah, because what you were doing is originally what I wanted to have you do is do the photo booth because then it was like when somebody's moving all of the gifts that you give them they're like great one more thing to move I really appreciate it however pictures that's something that you can save and you know you can do something with it oh I think
2: photo booths are very underrated as far as what they do provide your event uh you know people always assume like oh your event has a photographer You'll get photos, but your guests don't always get those photos, and your guests might not get captured by your by your photographer because ultimately, your photographer's job is not to capture every guest. I mean, obviously, they should try to take right. pictures of the people who are there, but they're trying to capture a storyline, right? And they're trying to pay attention to the to the VIPs and and capture those important moments, right? So, if you want to make sure that all of your guests get a photo. And that you get a photo mm-hmm. of all of your guests who would want one. Um, a photo booth is great for that. We all, also, it's, I mean, it's like having a private photo studio wherever you are. Oh, the photos come out incredible. It's amazing.
0: Um, my niece, Katie, when she married her now husband, Ryan, um, she was working in the event planning business at the time, and she knew to have a photo booth, and it gains momentum over the course of the evening, mm-hmm. and you get to see your... Your guests sometimes they're drunk, they're being silly. The groups of people that normally hang together, you know, it's like when it's they get amazing. something
2: to to take home, right? So you know, instead of goodie bags or I don't know what people do as giveaways these days, um, but it's an experience that is also it adds to the fun. It makes for more fun, and then it also lets everybody leave with a memory. And you literally put that up on the fridge. You put them up on your. Uh, in your mirror at home, like I yep. s- when I go to in people's your, houses, I see photo booth strips everywhere.
0: I have the one of you and me.
2: Yeah, that, that was we a did. really good set. <laughs> I still have that one too.
0: It's on my desk, actually. Well, and I think you'll correct me. I know if I'm wrong, but. Doesn't then the, you know, the bride and groom or whoever is hosting event like get a copy of everything? It
2: depends. So we give them the digital files. Uh, If they do like a guest book, we'll print out an extra one of each. There's usually a giant stack at the end of the night that people will come and take photos. And we print one out for everyone who's in the photo. Most people just leave and <laughs> they don't even take them. Right. So typically they do get a giant stack of all the photos afterwards because what am I going to do with them? Right. So we give them to them. One thing I should say too is like I was mentioning before, you know, it's like having a photo studio wherever you are. Um, not all photo booths are like that. I mean, you have to hire a high end
0: oh, booth to the really ones get that that you of have. Yeah. Like the fact that on the day of you're like, okay, this one's available. And then you're like, okay, what background do you want? And you know, like, how do you want this? And how do you want, like, there it is not, like, any photo booth that I've ever seen.
2: Well, and the one that we brought that day was our six-foot-tall mirror booth, which is an experience in itself. Oh, yeah. Um, it's real sleek. And it's, it's really cool. You can see your entire body while you take the photo.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Which, I mean, for some of us, we don't necessarily want to see your whole body. I'm just saying. <laughs> However... I mean, I suppose it's all about the whole body, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, it is amazing. And I what I loved is that you were playing music, too.
2: That was just because I was like, well, this will be more fun if I put right. on some tunes. But it um, attracts
0: people, like, and it gets people into the spirit. And, of course, there was a whole bunch of gals there that go to uh, University of Washington. Yeah, so, I was talking to them. Like, it's a great way to, you know, have young people around here seem to have uh, – more money than I did when I was going to school and they can host parties for fraternities and sororities and that kind of thing. Yeah. I texted Austin that and we're talking about him.
2: He said he's in Wyoming and yes. can't actually get any service. And that, so that adds can, up. We can keep talking
0: to him that's about true. him. That's true. <laughs> he's just so cute. Well, what, and what I was saying is that he is more, um, he's the guy that's kind of like scanning the crowd and like he's the quiet, like still waters run deep.
2: I don't get that reference, but I, you're right.
0: It's like he doesn't make a lot of waves, and he's just watching and assessing uh, uh-huh. and reading the okay. room.
2: Yeah, for sure. Right? He's very observant.
0: Oh, yeah, he yeah. is. And he is a multi-hyphenate talent as well because he has done some website design.
2: He does everything. Yeah, Yeah. He does a lot of our back-end stuff, so all of our graphic design, a lot of our... Web design. He's just very good. He has a good eye for things.
0: Where'd you meet him? I don't think I know that story.
2: Uh, Tinder. Visit a- oh, really? Yeah, we met on Tinder. This is a good story. So we, he sent me the first message. Okay. I didn't respond for several months. What? Yeah, I left him on red or whatever for a while. Why? I don't know. I mean, first of all, there's I, I don't know how. I mean, he's gorgeous and right. Yeah. Well, I think I was probably like seeing someone at the time and was like in and out of tinder and whatnot anyway
0: well and it wasn't the right time correct. and fate knew that
2: correct correct but i remember like going back through my messages and being like oh my goodness how did i not respond to this one and then uh yeah we started we our first date was at gasworks park mm-hmm. i squeezed him into my schedule It was about <laughs> 15 minutes long 20 minutes max we got a coffee um and we just sat on the hill and had a little chit chat and i was like well we can do this again and then uh, I told him I liked his car, and then he drove off, and that was it. We kind of kept, like, talking and Snapchatting, and then we went on a few more dates. Um, and then I took him to the zoo, and I kissed him by the elephants, and he- Any
0: significant to the elephants?
2: No, but, like, it apparently wasn't the vibe. So he, like, basically ghosted me after that. <gasps>
0: oh, my gosh. Yeah. See, and you will never forget. It was by the
2: elephants. <laughs> oh, right? I know. Hey, there you go. Or maybe, yeah, I think it was the elephants and the giraffes. It was the big open enclosure. I okay. think it was, anyway. Um, and I just still kind of remember, though, like, holding his hand afterwards, and he did that little thing where he, like, tucks his thumb. Oh, yeah. And that's my favorite. And I was like, oh, a little thumb hug. Uh-huh. And then um, after that, he totally ghosted me for a while. Did he say why? Uh, He was like, oh, you know, going whatever. Stupid excuse, right? <laughs> uh, and then... I didn't think it was English. Yeah, no, <laughs> it wasn't. And then... I had a photographer drop on me last minute. I'd hired one to work an event that I was doing. I needed some good photos. And um, that person who I oh, still work with, he's great. Uh, but he basically called out last minute and I was like, hey, uh, I don't know if we're like still talking or anything, but I really could use a photographer. And I would love for you to come out tonight. I'll pay you. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, sure, I'll show up. And so I figured he would take some photos, send them to me afterwards, and not say much. But uh, no, he stuck around, and he helped me, went to the other event with me, and helped me take stuff down. And he just kind of hung out for a while. And we reconnected. That's
0: so cute. And now how long have you been together?
2: Almost three years in December.
0: Wow. I know.
2: So hey, if you're out there struggling to find love, something seems like it's not working out, just be patient. And never right. know when it's gonna come.
0: Well, and it's gonna come when you're ready.
2: Yeah, okay. and it'll it'll show itself to you.
0: Oh, it totally does. Like it yeah.
2: So the second you stop trying too hard, you know?
0: Oh, amen to that. Um, okay. I want to make sure that we have time to play our game, which we're going to have, because we're going to play Name that Tune, because obviously, duh. Um, however, tell me more about Orion.
2: Yeah, I feel like we haven't even talked much about music and DJing and stuff I like know. that. I know. That's kind of funny.
0: You know what's funny? When I was uh, the ripe old age of 17, 18, 19, the guy that I dated was really into music and um it was like the old school, like record scratching, like DJ type thing, like. Yeah, I still do that. See, I miss that.
2: No, I still do it all the time. Okay. i, I scratching. It's a very useful transition skill t- uh, tool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, that's a big thing that's really important to us as well. Is like our DJs are all, you know, real DJs. They can all mix. They can't all scratch. Not everybody is at that level. Um, but you know, they're they all mix music and they actually mix music. Um, and that's something that's really important to us and kind of maintaining the integrity of what it means to be a DJ mm-hmm. and still selling that service to people because so many people, even in this city will have, you know, say they offer a DJ service for a wedding or they offer a DJ services and it's just someone on a laptop, like, you know, playing some music, right. hit not auto mix. That's not the same thing. Um,
0: yeah. I'm curious about that. So if you are because I know that the way that you train the the your team that they do have all of those skills the like they know how to do something other than the Press mix play exactly yeah. um do is there like a pretentiousness among some DJs that it's like oh if you work an event like you're somehow lesser than
2: uh if I'm understanding your your question are you saying like that Other DJs kind of look down on wedding and event DJs.
0: Yeah, like is there a hierarchy? Yeah,
2: Yeah, well, there's a lot of ego all around DJing and DJs, and they can be very difficult to work with. Um, Present we're excluded. (laughs) um, We are, you know, very intentional about trying to bring those two worlds together: nightlife and private events. Um, That's something that's very important to me because. I've always seen DJing as a, as a very practical career path. Um, and there's, if you open your abilities up as a DJ and you are open to taking on events like weddings and events, it's not c- for everyone. You have to kind of be cut from a certain cloth to be able to do weddings and, and to actually enjoy doing them. Like, I know a lot of people who just are like, it's the worst thing ever. Right. You know, and they just hate it. And that's fine. So don't well, do it.
0: And I wonder but. if that's less about the music and more about the fact that you're in some ways the unsung master of ceremonies where it's like, OK, now we're going to be doing dinner. Well, table we're very three. much the,
2: the sung masters of ceremony. I wouldn't say we're unsung. That's a huge part of what we do, too, is being a master of ceremonies. I and mean, I think that's something we bring to the table uh, at a very high level that um, maybe separates us from our competition as well. Um, all of our DJ packages include master of ceremonies. What that means is we're there, um, you know, before your event, helping you plan your event, organize your event., um, we're communicating with all your vendors. I'm not going to start the toast unless the photographers are finished eating, right? You know, we very we very much look at it as we're all on the same team here today for our couple or for our client, mm-hmm. and we're here to execute their vision. And I think we take that ownership on ourselves. Um, as much if not more than, you know, the planner, the any of the other vendors that are there because ultimately we're the ones that have to facilitate it. Mm -hmm. So even though the planner has a vision, we have to execute that. Right. And do it in a way that's professional and poised, but also still fun and lighthearted and, you know, can make people laugh when appropriate.
0: Totally. Well, and I think what I mean by unsung is that, like, I've been to multiple events that you've done and you you basically are like a chameleon depending on the event and how much you're supposed to be involved. It's like yes, you're the master of ceremonies, but it's not that annoying like theres goes the DJ again, you know, it's you are so clearly in service to your client. Yeah. And the level of involvement that they want you to have. And then there's times that it's like, okay, you know, we need to make this happen. It's like, why isn't anybody dancing? And it's like, okay. Mm. Um, you know, I, I may never forgive you for pulling me out on the dance floor.
2: I did. You physically totally Physically pull like, you.
0: physically. Yeah. And like literally shouted out. It was like, oh, Stacy, I know Ellen. you'll dance.
2: Well, it's nice when you're, well, if you know people at the event um, and you can establish your credibility with the audience by kind of mentioning people by name mm-hmm. and connecting with them that way as well. It's like, oh, this person like knows where he is and who he's around. And, right. Um,
0: and then everybody starts coming to you and saying, hey, can you tell the DJ to play this song?
2: I'm sure they did. Oh, they did. Oh, they did.
0: <laughs> so fun. Um, okay, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we can chat a little bit more and then play our game. You're listening to Don't Ask Me To Talk with Stacey Heller and my guest, David Schwartz of Orion Entertainment. We'll be right back.
1: Stacy Heller is many things: entertaining, yet enlightening. She's a talk show host channeling her inner Fallon. Like Winston Wolfe, she's a fixer who gets things done with style. Practical, like Dr. Ruth, Stacy isn't afraid of the uncomfortable when searching for answers. She's your biggest fan and sees your potential before you do. Most of all, Stacy Heller is a synapse who can connect impulses. And ideas about your business and yourself into possibility. To connect with Stacy, go to stacyconnects.com. Stacy Connects, it's her superpower.
0: When giving presentations, do you feel nervous, worry you won't get your message across, or hold your listeners' attention? Storytelling is an essential business skill most people don't learn. Telling your story clearly, concisely, and with real connection is key because people respond to and learn from stories more than charts or spreadsheets. Find and finesse your story so you can share it effectively with executive storytelling coach, Melissa Reeves of Story Fruition. Melissa offers individual coaching, workshops, and webinars that teach the ABCs of Tell Me More, Please. Go to www.storyfruition.com.
1: Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to the show. I am chatting with David Schwartz. We could talk forever and ever and ever. We haven't even gotten to the fact that uh, one of the ways that you were able to keep Orion going during the pandemic is that you were doing virtual events.
2: That is very true. Yeah. I
0: mean, it was amazing the different things that you were doing and live streaming. You did Will's birthday.
2: We did, yeah. Well, you were one of the you were really supportive of us throughout the pandemic. Very grateful to you.
0: Well, I mean, I love me some David and I love me some Austin and you know, uh being a supporter of a small business, it's so important that, you know, dreams don't get dashed by annoying global pandemics and
2: uh (laughs) robberies and all sorts of yeah so many things yeah
0: it's crazy yeah you you really i really hate this word but you pivoted with the business and you created events so that people could do things from virtual proms to virtual events to when you were streaming music that people could come in and then you could tip the dj if you wanted um which was awesome You've won awards?
2: We did. We recently uh, won an award for our virtual events during the pandemic, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were named Seattle's Best Virtual Event Entertainment by uh, the International Live Events Association, which was really, really cool. Um, Yeah, I mean, we're still doing some virtual events as well. We do still live streams for ceremonies and even some receptions because, you know, with rising COVID cases, Um, some people are still not comfortable attending in person so uh, we do still offer that as an option that Mm -hmm. people can use us for
0: well and it's it's you know with will's birthday we did kind of instead of a run around town it was a run around the house and we assigned everybody like okay pick a drink and pick a theme that
2: was such a fun
0: it was fun i did bathtub gin naturally And Pete did something outside, as did Annie. Um, uh,
2: There was like Paris or something. Oh,
0: Grace did the skyline. She did a skyline um, or a rooftop bar. Yes. And she did deconstructed truffle popcorn, which she took popcorn kernels, the oil, and a little thing of salt. And she was like, I'm very bougie.
2: It was so cute. It
0: was very fun. And then you live streamed it so that people from all over the place could actually you know, watch what was going on and enjoy.
2: Well, that was, I think... You know, when everything kind of, you know, hit the fan, you know, people wanted to connect like desperately, wanted to feel connected to something. Mm -hmm. And we know that we were, you know, not everybody was like excited about the idea of virtual live streams and or or virtual music and DJing and stuff like that, which is funny because um, I'm also a a member of the resident DJ of the DJ sessions which is like how I do a lot of my like electronic uh, performances and stuff like that, electronic music performances. Um, and those are all live streamed and they were live streaming before the pandemic. But, um, that's a really awesome, you know, uh, it's almost like a nightclub, but it's on Twitch. Right. So, uh, we do it all over the place. Like, but everything we do is streamed live and consistently ranked like top 10 in the world on Twitch. Um, Shout out to Darren Bruce in the DJ Sessions because he does an incredible job. But I learned really early on how to engage with the camera and how yeah. to perform for people that I couldn't see. Yep. And you still have to remember that all these eyes are on you and that you're still contributing to the performance with everything that you do. Yep. You have um, to be
0: like one of those paintings where it's like the eyes shift so that you're like, I think it's watching me yeah. wherever I go. It's creepy. Um, Yeah, and one of these days, somebody is going to think that my idea for a senior, I'm doing air quotes right now, prom, hey, schools out there, have your junior class to raise money for their senior prom hold an event at the high school gym. You get some punch bowls and some cray paper, and you hire David and Orion Entertainment and He will figure out with this really cool app that people can pick the music that they want to hear and he will create a custom playlist and you can sell tickets. You don't need police because no one's underage drinking because it's adults. You don't have to like punch and cookies or what we had at our prom and like the parents would totally, some of them would dress up, some of them wouldn't, but to have like a, two or three hour senior prom where they can just dance in the gym ah, memories
2: yeah. and a photo booth a fantastic idea right and having your you know the junior class throw a party for their parents
0: right that's what a senior like yeah seniors
2: brilliant brilliant
0: thank you i just it's such an obvious you thing. should
2: start a, a business where you like come up with ideas <gasps> and maybe just like popcorn and noodle things around
0: that's a good idea yeah Oh my gosh, I'll have, to, I'll have to think about
2: it. I could see that for you.
0: Let me noodle on it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's play. Anything else that you want to tell people? Yeah,
2: no, let's, let's play this game. All right, okay. I'm ready.
0: All right. What rapper began his career as an actor on the teen drama, Degrassi? Drake. Okay, you are right. All right, next. This one's for Austin. What is Taylor Swift's biggest selling album? fearless? Yes. Wow. Thank you. That's so good. Okay. Um February 3rd, 1959. Whoa. The date when the musicians Buddy Holly, Richie Valens and the Big Bopper died in a plane crash has come to be known by what phrase?
2: Oh, I don't know. The You're going to say it. The music music died. died. Oh, wow. Bye-bye. That's where that comes from.
0: Yes. I have
2: no idea. Really? That's the day the
0: music died. And the Big Bopper sang Chantilly Lace. I know this because my mother listens to 50s on 5. And Chantilly Lace had a pretty face, a ponytail. Yeah. But that's from the day the music died. Oh,
2: wow. I did not know
0: Now you can listen to that song on the way home and have a full new meaning and understanding. Right? Exactly. See, I'm teaching you things. Okay. Um, what star of American Idol won one of her many Grammys for "Since You've Been Gone"?
2: Uh, Kelly Clarkson.
0: That's right. Who wrote? Um, who wrote? Who um, wrote Sinead O'Connor's biggest hit?
2: Oh dear. I don't even know who Sinead O'Connor is. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are you kidding me?
0: Eric?
1: It was Prince. Yes. No, nothing compares to you. Nothing course, compares to you, which you always
0: song. know because he does the like the number two and like the letter U. Right. So anytime you see a title that's like that, Prince probably wrote got it. Got it. And Sinead O'Connor. Did you write Good
2: For You by Olivia Rodrigo?
0: Uh he's dead now.
2: Oh. I mean it could have been in his well Could have been an old one, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um he or Sinead O'Connor was famously on SNL where she got a lot of backlash because after she performed she ripped a picture of the then Pope. In half,
2: yeah, I could see how that would upset some people.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, as in a lot of. What it.
2: else does she sing? I'm sure I know her music. Uh,
0: like nothing. I mean, yes, yeah. she's <laughs> had a very like
2: she's had a very
1: long illustrious career. Very
0: long illustrious career. I just but can't that was think... her
1: only pop hit. She yeah. had some other songs like Mandika that were big songs, um, but not quite as you know crossover.
2: If I don't play her at weddings, yeah. you know? Yeah.
0: Well, that, mm. and the ironic part about it is that she then, like, was sort of involved or sort of involved in, like, religious life. But she's had a lot of mental health issues and, you know, shout out to Sinead. She's had a rough go of it, um, but very talented. Okay. Do you know who composed the theme to Star Wars?
2: Um, oh, God. Yeah, I do. Once you say it, I'm going to be upset at myself. Do you know John Williams? Yeah. No, no, oh, okay, say,
0: okay. yeah. Uh, what single named pop powerhouse said we have to teach our girls that they can reach as high as humanly possible? Oh, um, uh, Beyonce. Yeah, baby. Um, actually, I was interviewing Taryn for the Plateau Partners Pulse show slash podcast, which, by the way, if you want to hear that, it's on Wednesday mornings here on KKNW uh, from 9 to 10. It's also a podcast. And she was talking about her why. And she was talking about how she's like, you know, I just I really feel like you need to do it because, you know, children are the future. (laughs) I was like, so you believe that children are the future. And if we teach them well, you can let them lead the way. And ironically, her daughter's name is Whitney. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: yeah do you know who sang that song like you know that's Whitney Houston right? yes okay I'm like oh my gosh you're a dj well like and also wasn't DJ. that
2: like a reference in school of rock when Jack Black was like quoting it and then the teacher like calls me she's like that's a song yeah like, no it's not I just came up with that that's my favorite movie of all time by the way
0: it's a good movie school
2: of rock it's iconic
0: a, it's a very good movie all right last one Because then I want to give you a chance to let people know where to connect with you. Um, And it will be very sad for me if you don't know any of this. So according to some conspiracy theorists, what member of the Beatles was said to have died in 1966 and been replaced by a -a lookalike?
2: Was it
1: Ringo? (sighs) Kids today. It was Paul McCartney.
0: Right. And why? He's very much alive. Right. Do you remember what the deal was? On the um, Abbey Road album cover, sure he he was barefoot. Yeah,
1: he wasn't wearing shoes. uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, there was other little things that so (laughs) supposedly pointed to it. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's fine. You don't want to
1: like end on a
2: right answer? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Yes. Um.
2: Gotta give me another chance. Okay.
0: All right. Okay. Um, Eric, come up with something really quick because I'm trying to find a card.
2: Um. Just pick a random one.
0: I know, but these some of these are challenges. Oh, you're not going to know this. Um, <laughs> yeah. What was the first video played on MTV?
2: Oh, uh, it wasn't Evanescence, was it? Is that was not a stupid answer? <laughs> That's a stupid answer. Video the killed is. the radio star. Yes.
0: Okay. On that note, Fine. I lost it's fine he's a really great dj though so if you want to connect with david learn more about orion entertainment tell the people where to go
2: yeah you can find us online at orion-ent.com if you want to see what i'm up to on a regular basis follow me on instagram at orion underscore e n t
0: he's adorable austin's adorable i love them so much they're so talented Thank you for joining me today.
2: Thank you for having me, Stacy.
0: Eric, thank you. Love it, Mom. I'm gonna miss you being home, but you'll keep listening. And uh, next week, I am joined by Eileen Fajera of Memory Books by Eileen.